Uh, healing is weird. What's up, everybody, and welcome to episode number six of the show. Uh, this episode is going to be kind of like a good chat with one of my good girlfriends, um, one of my good girlfriends through grief, Miss Shalonda, and kind of just how we met and how we became connected, and you can just hear our story. I don't want to give too much away, so let's start the show. So what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the show. We already been chatting and kicking it up already, <laughs> kicking it already. Um, but my good girlfriend, Shalonda, is on my show. Hey. What's up? Uh, this is so exciting at the same time because I tell people about you. Do you really? Yes, I do. Are you special? I tell people about you and they're like, we have no idea who this girl you talk about. But I'm like, y'all, I met this girl. We connected and we like kick it all the time. And it's weird how I was telling my mom, trauma can bring people together in some of the weirdest ways. But you have also been an inspiration for me as well on my healing journey to like get through stuff. Um, and I feel like, you know, it's kind of like a together, you know, thing, but yes, we in this uh -huh. together. Like it's, this is, this is it. <laughs> you stuck with me, girl. You stuck with Same. me. <laughs> but I was telling my mom, like, it's so strange how we even got together and even became friends. So uh -huh. this episode of the show, everybody is uh, girlfriend grief. Okay. I feel like that's a good topic like for it. it. And, um, we share a common bond. So uh, yes, I kind of slid into Shalonda's DMs on Facebook. We are part of a Facebook group together. Mm -hmm. We both listen to the same podcast, um, Shameless Plug. We both listen to The Read. Um, can't wait for it to come back. Um, but, you know, we understand self-care and taking care of yourself. So take that break. But I remember you made a post and I saw it and I was like, I got to say something. And I was nervous at first. I was like, I don't know how she going to take it. But I saw the post where you were mentioning that Greg had just passed away. Mm -hmm. And I just felt what you were feeling in that post so deeply that I was like, I'm going to reach out. Because we always talk about, like, you know, being there for people, even people we don't know. Mm -hmm. And I was got the courage enough to just be like, hey, girl, I know you don't know me, but... I can kind of feel what you're going through. Mm -hmm. And if you ever need somebody to just talk to, vent to, cackle with, go have a drink with, just want somebody to tell you a joke <laughs> to like have a happier day, mm -hmm. girl, reach out to me because if don't nobody understand, I understand. And I remember saying that I wanted to be the person for you that I wish I had for myself. Because although I had this giant support system, mm -hmm. none of them knew what losing a spouse or something was like, mm -hmm. you know? So it was like they could only, they could only, you know, relate on, on a level of grief, but not that type of grief. Right. And I just remembered, I wish I could have somebody I could be genuinely open and candid with about everything that didn't know me, didn't know my mama, but also was not my therapist. Like, <laughs> but was also not my therapist all the time. And I was so happy that you were just open to being like, yes, girl, how are you? Uh -huh. What is this? <laughs> like, <laughs> what is life? So that's just a little bit how we met. And I was just like, I never asked you what you were even thinking about or how you interpreted my message when I sent it either. So I was, I'm curious to know what you were feeling. You know what? Um, I thought it was great. I didn't feel weirded out by it or oh, anything. Good. 
I just felt like this girl is giving off good vibes through the internet. Yes. Because if I remember correctly, um, I wrote on our uh, on the page of the page because we are Gaga for Crystal, Crystal and, uh, and Kid Fury. Yes. Um, <laughs> and I think it was just one of those, you know, what's on your mind, what's going on type of post mm-hmm. that someone had posted. And I wrote that I recently lost my husband. My husband passed away uh, November 2020 from COVID, COVID-induced cardiac arrest to be specific. And I was just 100% in my feelings, feeling all the things. Just mm-hmm. feeling really lost and really confused and really just needing to make a connection with someone. Mm-hmm. I didn't care who it was. I was <laughs> like, well, I don't know none of these folks, but they all like to read, so they got to be cool. So I mean, put this out here. we're all cousins at this point. There you go. And you get the, you know, people do the sad face emojis or I'm praying for you, I'm thinking for you, that's great. And I saw that I had a message in Messenger. And it was from you. And like you said, you were like, hey, girl, hey, I know that I don't know you. Right. (laughs) But if you ever want to talk, I get it. Because you know what? I've been dealing with grief and loss, too. So I know. Mm -hmm. And uh, you reached out to me and you said, I get it. I'm here. If you ever want to talk to someone, here I am. If I remember correctly, I think we actually talked on the phone. We did. That day. We did it. Yeah. And you were like. Hey girl, grief is ghetto. It sucks. It's awful. Tell me what zero you're stars. Um, yeah, do not recommend. <laughs> do not recommend at all. And you shared a little bit of your story with me, and like you said, you said you. I just want to be to someone else what I wish someone would was for me. me. Yep. Because we all experience loss, but when you lose the love of your life and you lose the love of your life at such a young age, right? That is just such an isolating feeling. Mm-hmm. Because I've been doing virtual support groups for widows, but I found that most of the women who were in those groups, they were 40, 50 years older than me. Right. So they would talk about, you know, my husband and I, we've been together for 50 years. Yes. 68 (laughs) years. Don't get me wrong. I can only imagine how awful that has to be after spending nearly your whole life with Mm -hmm. someone. But there was also this part of me that's like, I would have given anything to have spent 50 years with Greg. That would be amazing. Um, so, yeah, you you got it. Yeah, I, I got mean, it. At my age, I was 40 when Greg passed away. It was, we were just supposed to be having the best time of our lives. You know, this mm-hmm. was not the age he was supposed to be dying or supposed to be sick. We weren't senior citizens or anything like that. And this death just came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. It just came out of left field. I was not prepared for that at all. Greg went into the hospital. Uh, he had some chronic ailments. He was diabetic, and he was also waiting for a kidney. So going to the hospital was pretty much our life at that point. Right. But he would go to the hospital, he would get better, and he would come home. There was never, ever, ever a thought in my mind that one day Greg's going to go to the hospital. And, and not come, come back. Mm-hmm. And with him being in the hospital for COVID, I just feel like COVID stole so much from us because not only did it take my husband i didn't get that chance to say goodbye to him i couldn't be with him he had to be in the hospital by himself so i'm just at the house worried every single day probably harassing every single nurse by calling them every day i know they were sick of hearing my voice but <laughs> right my man is in there but tell me what's and i'm gonna blow on. your phone up yeah all day if i want to day, <laughs> no, seriously to this. and uh when he died my whole world just collapsed and he died in the middle of COVID. So this wasn't a, everyone can come over and see how you're doing, or you can go out to wherever. I mean, we didn't even get to have a full funeral for Greg. 
I know. I remember you yeah. telling me that. We were only allowed to have 25 people, and that was counting the people from the funeral home. Uh. So you just felt so isolated. You're getting these cards in the mail. You're getting these texts. And don't get me wrong. Those things are great, and I appreciate people thinking about me. But they didn't get it, get it. Right. It's like, okay, you lost someone. That's sad. But they didn't understand, understand. The, especially the people my age who were married who, yes they were saying like you know i'm sorry this is awful but then at night they were still laying down next to the one that they love come on and i'm in this empty bed by myself and i have learned that when people pass away in our culture People give you a good 30 days to talk about your grief. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But by day 31, folks don't want to hear this. No Come on. <laughs> okay. It's like, mm. And I think that was the last conversation we had at the, was it the Beats and Beers when we were talking yes. about it? And they were like, you were like, people are expecting me to just move on. Like, and she's like, I, I don't, it's not, that's not how it works. Like, I can't just get over it. And I was just like, and you don't have to. I was married to this man for 13 years. And I needed people to understand that Greg's death might have been an inconvenience for you to hear that, to get that mm-hmm. phone call or maybe to show up at his visitation. But it completely uprooted my life. Right. It just came out of left field and slapped me in the face. Mm-hmm. I mean, I went through being angry that I didn't have COVID and that it didn't kill me. I remember getting tested and just hoping and praying and wishing to God, please let me have COVID. Well, I get it. It was like, you know, when you're not prepared and it just up uproots your whole life like that and then you're lost. Like, what do we do? You know, like, what do I do with myself now? Like, I have no idea. Yeah. How do I... Like, what's tomorrow? Like, <laughs> the person I call to and talk to every day, my schedule is around, like, that is taken out. And everybody experiences that loss when losing someone. But it's different when it's somebody you are in a relationship with and you love or your spouse. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just, it's, it, it hits different. And here's the thing. Greg was my absolute very best friend. I love how you talk about Greg. We were people who enjoyed spending time with each other. I remember us saying later in the year of 2020 how... It sucks that COVID's out there, but just he and I being together in the house all the time, this is great. Like, yes. we do not get sick of being with one another. Uh, Greg was very goofy, so he was always doing things to either A, get on my nerves, or <laughs> make me smile, or usually both. Um, and I was one of those people who was baking the bread and growing the gardens and cooking up everything, making homemade blueberry wine. I thought I was great. <laughs> You're doing it. You're yes. doing it. And I was there with my man, and it was just... It was beautiful. Mm-hmm. And even before COVID, I was that annoying friend who would be out with my girls. And maybe two and a half, three hours later, I'm like, I miss my husband. I want to go home. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Like, y'all are nice and everything, but. I miss my boo, y'all. I'm going back to the house. Yeah. Right, kick it on the couch. And for me to just lose my husband, my best friend, my lover, my biggest cheerleader, my everything all wrapped into one. Mm-hmm. How do you. How do you get past that? Like, what do you do? And I remember we were on the phone. I can't even remember how long we were on the phone for our first conversation. And I think I was just like, and I just stopped. And I was like, do you go to therapy? And like, do you have a therapist? Uh Are you talking to somebody? Because I wasn't. And I just want to make sure you are. Like, (laughs) it can change and help your progress immensely. And I remember like looking back and I was like, I wish I would have got therapy earlier than what I did. So I was happy to hear like, you were like, nope. I got somebody I'm talking to and I'm I'm working it out. I was like, oh, thank God, because girl, don't be out here not having nobody to talk to professionally, you know? I couldn't keep 
keep this inside. I wanted to talk about Greg. My love and my memories of Greg just can't live and die inside of me. Mm-hmm. Greg was such a light that I wanted to share him with the world. But I just noticed that it made people uncomfortable. Because, yeah, I'm talking about Greg, but yeah, these tears about to fall. Because I miss him. They're going to come. Yeah. And... and that's when people are like, oh, let me shut it down. Or I even had people say to me, you know, I wanted to talk to you about Greg, but I didn't want to remind you that he died. Right. Newsflash, I'm not going to forget, gonna forget that. Not going to forget that. And speaking <laughs> of that, that, did you have any, like, pet peeves? Or do you have any? Because I know you're still processing your mm-hmm. grief. And you're like, it is a struggle. And I'm like, I know it is, but girl, you got it. And you're doing so good. Granted, I feel like they probably came at me with the best intentions, but I was not feeling it at the time. Mm-hmm. Tell me that I needed to put my big girl panties on. I'm like, this man has not been gone a full 30 days. What? Are you talking to me? What? Girl. What? <laughs> Maybe y'all just throw folks away when they pass, but that's not what I do. Like, Somebody no, said that to you? Someone said that to me, to my face. You need to put your big girl panties on because see. he's gone now. Now, see, this might, there were folks I wanted to fight. I was going to say, <laughs> you better than me, honey, because I would have lost it. I would have lost it. Like, oh, Especially because I wasn't in therapy either, girl. <laughs> yeah, but um, I'm still struggling with it. Mm-hmm. I will have days where I smile and laugh and everything is fine. And then I will have days where I am boohooing. Greg is the first person I think about every morning, the last person I think about every single night. Just recently, I was uh, I went to Walgreens. I'm in the parking lot, and I'm trying to make a mental list of what it is I need from Walgreens. And I'm speaking out loud. I'm being audible about what I need to do. And then at one, mo- at one point, I said, I need to call Greg. And then uh. I just stopped talking because I realized what I said. And I just sat in that parking lot and cried mm. buckets because... My heart wanted to call my husband. All I wanted to do was hear his voice. And I couldn't. It is moments like that where you're just like, I can't. And then you just yeah. realize you can't. And I don't know what it is about the Walgreens at my house. I feel like every mental breakdown I've ever had is at the Walgreens. <laughs> I know when folks think, so I think I'm a pure nut. Like, oh, that girl who's crying at aisle five and the shampoo. She'll be all right. She's here all the time. Just let her, just let her do her thing. She'll she'll get it together and we'll come check her out and she'll, she'll be right on the right. I don't think I had like a specific place where I would have a breakdown because majority of the places for me were in North Carolina. You know that was where my connection was at. But whenever I thought about wanting to go to North Carolina, I would just ball because everything about North Carolina was him. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, everything was him. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, I don't think I could ever go back to North Carolina because as soon as I get on the plane, like, I'm going to ball my eyes out mm-hmm. and we're going to be crying. I'm never going to make it. And I was talking about the episode of how homecoming was a bad idea. And I I don't realize I triggered myself by even mm-hmm. trying to go. But, you know, when you're grieving and you're trying to move forward and you're in therapy, they tell us to go out and enjoy yeah. ourselves. Yeah. But it's hard when you're triggered by something in that moment and now you're stuck there yeah. wherever you at <laughs> and you're just like can't handle it uh i was not there for couples for a very long time probably that well probably still now to some extent <laughs> i was out somewhere and i saw this really cute couple they were just really charming and adorable and just really cute and in love and that's great i'm happy for them but I also remember when Greg and I were that cute. Yeah, that's that we anger. We were happy mm-hmm. and we were in love. And I'm sitting here by myself and you're just here with your best friend. And it's just like, but why? How come my best friend yep. isn't here? 
how come it's so it's so crazy how we just ended up connecting and and i didn't even mention when i first messaged you i had no clue you lived in flint yeah yeah we were talking one day and you were like oh yeah i live like 15 20 minutes away i'm like Word. <laughs> yeah, because when when you sent me your phone number and I was like, A one O, yeah, like Flint A one O, you were like, yeah, and I'm like, girl, I'm from I'm from Flint, like I'm like 15 minutes from you, like yeah. girl, we need to link. Like, what is happening here? And I think ever since then we've just been kicking it and hanging out. So I don't believe in coincidences. I believe that everything True. is divinely inspired. Yep, it happened for a reason. It happened together. for a reason. Yeah, that's why it was like I'm gonna connect you with this girl, and she ain't gonna be out in L A. She go right, because I, I just clicked your name on the post and just immediately hit Messenger without even, yeah. like, looking at your profile, nothing. I was just like, girl, if you need to call me and here's my number, just whatever. I had no idea where you lived, yeah. like, at all. And you're like, yeah, here's my number. I'm like, I know that area <laughs> code. I know that. Okay. <laughs> like, don't tell me you are, like, here. So, yes, I, too, felt like it was for a reason. Yeah. And something in me was just like, Okay, you got the courage to just reach out. If she accepts it, you know, if not, at least you tried, mm-hmm. you know, kind of thing. But ever since then, we've both been just cool and sharing our experiences and talking and just keeping each other uplifted. And that's why I was like, you kind of give me courage, too. Because when you had to speak at that event, I could not have done that. Mm-hmm. So, y'all, she had this event. I can't remember what it was. It was, I'm a member of ABWA, American Business Right, Business. which she is woman of the year of... <laughs> Crowns, woman of the year 2022 2023 i yes, believe ma'am. yes woman of the year um i was just like i gotta go because i can't imagine being up there talking mm-hmm. but i didn't know that's what you did you know i didn't know that yeah. was what you did for work uh-huh. either and i was like i can't imagine being up there speaking about the person i lost like my person mm-hmm. you know to these people who want to know about it and you know you're trying to convince them to donate and to be out there and to be involved yeah. with uh, organ donation i was like i couldn't have done that i could not have been an ambassador i didn't i didn't have enough courage mm-hmm. i didn't i went in my little hole over there and just shut myself down i was like i don't care what's going on mm-hmm. <laughs> i cannot do it so i was like balling when you were speaking because I was just like how is she up there doing this because there's no way I could have did that well first of all I don't know if I ever told you but I thank you so much for coming like I appreciate you being there and just your support from day one from when you slid in my DMs I was like when you came to hear me speak yes just knowing that there is someone there who gets it and they aren't just giving me lip service to say I'll be there if you need someone like no you like girl I'm popping up yeah I was like oh where's this at I was like oh I'm gonna be there how do I register to come and I was like there and sitting in the so sitting. I appreciate you more. Than oh, you're welcome. Will ever know. Oh, that meant the world to me that you came. So uh, thank you. Thank it was you such that. a good event. I was I was proud of you because it was like I don't know how you did that. So Shalanda is happy to just sit down and be quiet and sit in the corner somewhere and be. <laughs> but everything that I do is for Greg. I don't ever want people to forget Greg. I want people who have never met Greg to feel bad that they didn't get the opportunity. To I know that's him. right. I want to just keep his legacy alive. And I just wanted to share him with the world because, like I said, Greg was... He was an amazing guy. He was amazing. 
I never even met him, but just looking at the videos um, and news articles and just seeing all the interviews he's mm-hmm. done, I was just like, oh, my God. He reminded, he reminds me so much of my, you know, my yeah. guy that passed yeah. away. And I'm just like, they both probably would have been great friends, mm-hmm. too, you know. And I was just like, he reminds me so much. of, And that's why the connection, too, because you guys had the same relationship that we had just he was very much a, just a man of candor and a gentle heart yes. and i was just yes. like wow yes. you know so i really understood what you felt when you missed him you know and you don't you don't meet that every day you don't, you don't. see that every day Greg don't. is just an honest and just a loving and just a stand-up kind of guy integrity he was just i can't say enough he was so gentle yes. kind. yeah he, yes. you could he just really tell was. you could tell he I often say if I never experience love again, I will be fine with that because mm-hmm. for 13 years, I had something real, I had something true, I had something unselfish. Mm-hmm. And there are people who go their entire lives, lives never experiencing that. Right. Did you see the interview Lauren London did? I did. And how she would she talked about pure love, like mm-hmm. that pure It's hard to find. It really is. Yeah. And, and it's hard when you lose it too yeah you know and we've talked about moving on because you've been a part of my moving on journey Mm -hmm. with me and like don't discourage yourself from it be open to it if you want to Mm -hmm. you know don't let society or any other outside pressures tell you what you want to do so if you want to find love again love again then fine if you don't fine and be okay with that um and it's just like a a a choice you know you want to make for yourself can i tell you i have no idea how to date I've been on a girl. date in 16 years. I'm like, how does this even work? Did you hear my talk? <laughs> I met my husband. <laughs> girl, it was ghetto. Time. Like, if I meet a guy, you can't give me no subtle hints. You got to come and look me right in the eye and say, Cause girl, I'm too, I like you. Because I don't know. I'm too busy. It's uh, a lot going on. <laughs> I yeah. need you to just be like, hey, me and you? <laughs> like, like, please. Because yeah. I, I got a lot going on. I'm, not, I'm blinders are on exactly. because I'm not even focused on stuff half the time. Yeah. And it was just, you know, that's why I was like, our connection has just been amazing because you learn from me I learn from you we talk openly and Mm -hmm. candidly about how we feel in our mental health journeys especially going through grief and what I want to do is pause for a commercial break because you segued into what we're going to talk about next which is you doing what you do for Greg and that's gift of life and how people can be involved in that because I honestly had never heard of it until before I met you so I was like I want you to come on the show and I definitely want you to talk about that because it's important um that people understand how organ donations affect people so we're gonna pause for a commercial break and then we're gonna come back and she's gonna tell you why she's woman of the year because <laughs> sis be out here working and talking and telling the people like y'all need to do xyz so when we come back she's gonna tell you what she does and why she does it and her connection with greg so we'll be back hey everyone i know this was supposed to be a commercial um unfortunately there is no part two i know i'm so sad as well um because i just i love this this episode so much but uh something happened during the editing and lost part two but it's okay it's okay the show must still go on i'm still happy about part one and it's just give me another excuse to get shalanda back on the show so we can talk about um a gift of life a little more in detail more than what we talked about it before in part two 
but I didn't want to end the show without giving out Shalonda's tags. So for Gift of Life Michigan, you can find them at golm.org, and then they're also on Facebook, uh, Gift of Life Michigan. So go check them out. I can't wait to have Shalonda back on the show so we can do part two, and she can tell you more. And this is one friendship that I've been so excited to have over the past couple of years. We've really just kind of connected and bonded, and it's been such an amazing experience. But don't forget, you can tune in to my podcast every Thursday. If you want to know how you can follow me, visit my link tree, all of my social media tags, and you can listen to this podcast. I'll see you next week.